This is The Mitch Gray Show, where we are bringing the art of humanity back to leadership. Subscribe to The Mitch Gray Show wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Mitch Gray Media, where you'll find each of our episodes and other resources that will equip, inspire, and empower you to lead well. And now, The Mitch Gray Show. What is up, brothers and sisters? Welcome to The Mitch Gray Show. Thank you for listening to another awesome episode. Subscribe to The Mitch Gray Show anywhere you listen to podcasts and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Mitch Gray Media, where you'll find all of our episodes and other great tools to help you grow and develop in your leadership. Another great guest today is a repeat guest. I wanted to finish the year of 2021 with a couple of great guests that I loved having on previously. Um, the last uh, few episodes you've heard uh, folks like Ken Attard and Coach Jim Johnson, uh, who are amazing. And today, my last repeat guest of the year, Mr. Steve Gamblin. Steve, welcome back, brother. Thank you, Mitch. Great to be here once again and looking forward to a powerful conversation. Yes, we've got something awesome planned for the listeners. Steve, you were on episode 76 that released back in July, Learning to Create Your Vision. And we actually did a role play um, of using myself and kind of did a live role play of uh, using visualization. You are a vision board master, and I'm not going to go through your whole bio since we've done that, but it's kind of your cup of tea and, and your consultancy is built on that. So today, though, we're going to go a little bit different direction when it comes to visualization. We have a lot of people that listen to the show who are entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, they're leading teams or building teams. And oftentimes, leaders do a wonderful job of investing in their own growth, their development personally and professionally. And then sometimes it's easy to forget that they have a team of people that they also need to be investing in. And so today, we're going to talk about how to take visualization and things you learn as a leader and, and give those gifts to your team. And so the first question, let's really identify for people that maybe didn't hear the last show, what is visualization? And simply put, how can people use it to really empower their lives? Visualization to me is taking your list of goals, hopes, dreams, desired outcomes, and creating what they look like, feel like, sound like, smell like, who you need to be and become in the process. It's taking it from the written word to actually breathing some life into it, giving it dimension and depth, and really being able to dial it in. Um, you know, like I said, looks like, feels like, sounds like, smells like attaching your senses to it, to, to create a more vivid version of it. I mean, anybody can say, what's the old resolutions? Okay, 2022, I want to be happy. I want to be healthy. I want more money. Well, I mean, it's something, right? But when you visualize, okay, if I'm, if I'm going to be happy, what does that look like? When have I been happy before? Okay, let me get a picture of that and, and start to really create the situations. It's kind of like putting the X on a treasure map. You're not just throwing a vague walk across the beach with a pirate and a shovel, you know, right. just digging right. around saying, all right, it might be over there. You know, yeah. when you're creating the visual, you're really starting to dial in your destinations. So when a leader works through that process, I know that you work with a lot of leaders and have for a very long time and they work through that process with you. And, and let's just, jump to uh, the, the chapter in their journey where they've used visualization, they've put it into action, because that's really what you're saying is, is painting a clear picture and then putting that into action. Mm -hmm. um, so a leader's done that. W what is the next step in 
someone taking what they've learned, taking their application of becoming a visionary master, and then gifting that to other people? What is what does that look like really on an everyday workplace level? Mm-hmm. Um, for example, in a workplace, everybody has their business goals, their corporate goals, their requirements, whatever they're supposed to create in order to still have a job there. Yes. So sometimes people say, you know, there are leaders out there who will type them all up and walk through or have some, an admin do it and go, okay, here are your goals for next year. And they hand them out like that. Okay. I get the merit of that, but in this day and age and with what I do for a living, I think it's so much more important to say, look, okay, we have to have these goals because you have to justify your employment, your paycheck, your benefits, all this and that. Great. Why are you here every day? Mm. And, and start to ask, you know, the most basic visualization tool that I suggest to leaders, if they're not quite ready to invest in me or my programs just yet, it's a great, here's a challenge. Bob, Ask them to put whatever is most important. Several times a week, walk around and just ask people, what's the story behind that picture? You know, why are you here every day? What is your primary goal for being here? What's your desired outcome? And some people will say, hey, it's a paycheck. Great, great first answer. What is that paycheck allowing you to do? Is it paying your bills? Is it to have a nice vacation every year? Is it an education for your kids? Is it a second honeymoon for you and your spouse? What is it? And and start to really dig in and create the picture of why they are there. And then make sure that your continued conversations revolve around that. Hey, how are you doing with this? Or if it's your kids, how are your kids doing? Oh my gosh, they're getting so big. And and just keep a, a continuing conversation going as you're heading toward that visual. And always ask, what can I do to help you get there? What's your next step? What's your next action? What can we do to support you in this? Because if people have a really strong vision of where they want to go, they're going to be much more engaged. Yes. And they're going to be much less likely to be the ones hanging out at the water cooler, complaining and being negative. I mean, when I've got a focused goal, I do not want to be around people like that. Right. Right. My, you know, I, I pull out all the tools and I just start driving and digging. And if you can start to have those conversations, then as employees walk around and see each other's desks, they may realize, oh my gosh, we have the same goal or we have similar goals, or they'll see a photograph taken. What is that? Well, that's our honeymoon. We went to Hawaii and this was the beach we were on. And we want to go there again for our 10th, 15th, 20th anniversary. Somebody may say, I was on that beach. Hey, did you meet this person? Or did you go here when you were there? No, let me go get my brochures. And let me, you know, you start having these conversations and it's amazing what it can do for inter-business relationships, Mm. inter-office relationships, I should say. Um, pretty incredible. I've watched it happen now for about 15 years. And it's it's amazing. What's interesting is you're you're really talking about the connection of that community and through the idea of, you know, rather than just saying, you know, Sam, here's your sales goal for the year, hit it. You're actually tying that goal and those action steps to an emotion, to a hopefully a passion. And to a sense of purpose that instead of just Sam showing up every day because they have to pay the electric bill, now Sam is all of a sudden showing up because there's a larger role and a larger vision at play. Yeah. 
That's powerful. Exactly. That's powerful. When you can connect that to those attributes, you know, that's, that's what I like to call bringing the, the art of humanity back to leadership, bringing this idea that, you know, there's, there's uh, the show, the office where, you know, M- Michael, the manager of the office is so big on everyone being his friend and big on that's his family. And I've heard leaders, you know, refer to their place of business as well. We're just family here. And while I get where they're coming from, I think the better picture to paint is we are a community. Mm-hmm. We are a place that you do come and you take part in and you have buy-in and you're involved. And that's really where you're going with all that is, is really partnering that sense of community and higher purpose, greater purpose with um, goals and ideas. And uh, what... If a leader is saying, okay, that's great. I love what you guys are talking about. I get it. I'm not just going to hand out, you know, the goals for the year. What are maybe two or three specific action steps that a leader who has never done this before, so it's new to them and it takes courage to introduce something new, right? (laughs) What are two or three action steps that a leader could take to say, okay, we're going to introduce this idea of you visualizing what this can look like and then putting that into play. I think what they can start to do is just be really basic with it and and just throw out the basics of visualization because everyone has had that boss in the past or companies or heard about the stories where the boss goes to some big motivational seminar and then comes back and tries to just cram it down the throats of everybody there. We're all going to do this now. And then a month later, they have that new book or program that's going to change your life. Right. So what I suggest is just start to have conversations with people, gather your team in the conference room and just, just start having conversations that revolve around visualizing in, in just the practice of it. Uh, you know, who here would like to have a new car by the end of the year? Mm-hmm. Great. What kind of car? What color is it? Convertible, sedan, cloth, leather interior. I actually had this conversation live at a speaking event one time from the stage taught everybody visualization because a woman who was in her mid sixties and getting ready to retire wanted to invest in as her retirement gift, a bright orange 74 Corvette convertible with black leather interior in Elvis in the CD player. (laughs) (laughs) It was, it started off as a conversation from the stage. I just asked who has a car they would love to drive. And this little tiny hand went up in the back of the room of 150 people Mm. We had a conversation at the end of it. I said, ladies and gentlemen, that's visualization. Mm. It, it's, yeah. it's, it starts, it can be just a conversation or, you know, who would like to have a new pet by the end of the year? Dog, cat, bird, fish. What would you like? Turtle. And then start asking, okay, what breed, what color, you know, would you dress it up <laughs> in the sweaters right. and, and all the right. swag that pets have now, but to start in a conversation and just get people to, to start using those muscles of not just saying this bland vanilla description of anything anymore, mm-hmm. but to start really connecting with what it means to them, how it feels and who they may need to become to make it happen, what their next steps are. Mm-hmm. And, and I work inside of companies and it's, it's, it's been amazing because some of them now I've been working with 13 years. Wow. And I still remember the early conversations that continue to echo now in, in the, the CEOs of some of the companies I'll ask, do you remember the first time I was there? Yeah. You freaked us out. Right. But here we are 13 years later and the battle cry is still the same. You know, we, we talk about incremental action and results and continuing to go. I compare it to an old wooden roller coaster. 
And some of my clients from day one, I've been using that story now for about 18 years. And I still get tagged on social media at least several times a week. Hey, Steve Gamlin, hashtag click, baby, click. Mm. And the incremental steps toward, and I'll, and I'll reach out. I'll, I'll send them a direct message. What did you do? And what's, what's at the top of that hill? What was your vision? And where are you? And what can I do to help you get to the next step? Yeah. But when I ask them about it, and if we can hop on Zoom, it's even better because then I can see their right. faces. Right. And I just say, I love where you're going, but you know what I love most? Watching you describe it. Oh my gosh, you know, a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, you didn't have that spark. Now you see things and you see yourself as part of them. Yeah. Or it starts with the most basic conversations. And I love the idea of tying that to measurables. Um, yeah. You know, success creates more success and, and, and painting the picture of what can be those small steps of success and, and really even tying it back to your principle of the lady in the car, tying it back to performance. I mean, it's, you know, that's a great conversation to have with, with people at the end of the year, mm -hmm. setting those performance standards and then visualizing and planning out here are our steps of success. You know, the first month we're going to take these actions. The second month we're going to take these actions. And that really gives those measurable concrete um, moments of success, those click baby clicks that they can really reflect on. And, and that just feeds that visualization. Mm. And, and making sure that people do some work right up front. Yes. You know, one, of, one of my personal one-on-one -on -one coaching clients for 10 years, one of her goals has been to go on a safari in Africa. Oh, wow. And we started coaching together three years ago and we were live. She actually came to the event that year. She didn't watch it virtually for this particular company. And she says, hey, Steve, I drove all the way down here from Maine to Rhode Island because I wanted to meet you face to face. Here's one of my goals. And by the way, I want to coach with you directly. Great. Perfect. So she goes, where do I start? Because she had pictures. Her favorite animal is a giraffe. Mm. So she had a couple pictures. I said, okay, how much is the trip going to cost? She goes, I don't know. I said, okay, step one, find out how much it's going to cost because you can't just sit here and wish to someday go to Africa. You know, we have to budget. We have to figure out how much you have to increase your business to be able to afford this in addition to paying all your bills. Because I, I don't tell people shut off the rest of your life and go for this one almighty goal because, mm. uh, you know, you have all, you have eight major areas of life that I work with standard life will. So you can't sacrifice the other seven to make one happen because you're going to demolish the whole wheel. Right. So she reached out to her travel agent. How much is it going to cost? Great. She told me the number. I said, okay, how long do you think it's going to take you to do that? And she said, comfortably, I would say two years. Wonderful. We broke it down. And, you know, some people say, well, that's very rigid. I'm not good with spreadsheets. Here was her tracking system. Uh, she needed, let's see, $10,000. So 5,000 a year. I went online and I found a kid's coloring book that had a picture of a giraffe in it and it had 12 spots. Mm. So I put her name in one spot and her partner Mikey's name in the other spot. And I wrote 500, 500, 500, 500, 500. And I put the year. It was 2018 was when we started working together. So every time you bank $500, you color in one of these spots. Mm. What she started doing was not only coloring in the spots, but broadcasting it live to her entire client base and team in a Facebook wow. live, every time she achieved a $500. Now, if she only had 250, we called it a half giraffe. She would get on and say, <laughs> hey, this is Jen, giraffe Jen, I got a half giraffe report. She would color it in the cheering on 
the pride yeah. she took, the feeling of momentum, click, baby, click. I used to get that all. I still get that from her. In just a hair over the two years, she achieved her goal. Now, the situation of the past year and a half has bumped the trip, but right. it's paid for. Right. She's scheduled to go next year. People are still sending her giraffe-related things, cheering her on. My wife and I were in Las Vegas two years ago, walking through this big mall near the hotel, and there was about a five-foot-tall stuffed giraffe. And I looked at my wife and said, do you have your phone? She goes, go ahead. <laughs> so I go put my armor on the giraffe. She takes the picture. I said, okay, send it to me so I can send it to Jen. I said, hey, Jen, I'm in Vegas. I met a friend. Boom, giraffrica. Yeah. People, people still send her giraffe-related jewelry. She has necklaces, earrings, wow. a, a, a jungle pen set, giraffe, lion, zebra, elephant, big honking writing pens. People are still sending her this stuff. And yeah. it inspires her to go after every single one of her goals like that. And it all happened because her boss, her CEO, brings me in every January for a vision mm -hmm. board event. Again, that's that community, right? a community of support and that connection and uh, it, it matters and it makes a difference. And conversely, if you have a community of uh, let's, let's call it negativity and, and they don't quite understand your vision, they don't quite understand why you're passionate. And I'll say that for leaders specifically, if you, if you learn this idea of, of using vision and using action steps and using all of this that we're talking about, and you go to your team and get a lot of negative response, that's probably a pretty big red flag <laughs> that there may, be, may need to be some deeper changes made. And that's okay. It's just learning to listen to that story. And, and, and because that sense of community is so powerful. And if you don't have that, it's, it's really difficult to build to your full potential. Really difficult. Yeah. And, and there was a study done about a decade ago now. And, um, 136324, I always remember the numbers. There were hundreds and hundreds of hundreds of companies studied. 13% of employees, this is in 142 countries around the world, 13% are actively engaged, meaning they will do their job, trade time for a paycheck, and a little bit more. They are very emotionally involved and connected to what they're doing and why they're there. 63% trade their time for a paycheck, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. 24% yes. are actively disconnected and negative, mm. not plugging in, bringing down the vibe, the energy, complaining. These are the people you do not want to hang with. The scariest part about that is the actively negative are almost double the number of actively positive. 13, right. 63, 24. Right. Those are the ones that if you can get the 13% to stay engaged, if you can maybe bump up some of the 63% when they see the opportunity to be a part of something bigger in an energy shift northward, mm. that 24, you may find them heading out the door on their own before you need to fire them for some reason. Yes. Yes. And, and some people say there will always be 24. There are the, every ladder has a bottom rung. I get it. But if you can decrease that population, what it's going to do for your company can be immeasurably positive. And, and some people say it's all rah-rah. It's not. No, no. It's, it's science, it's energy, it's engagement, yes. it's commitment. And also understanding that your leaders care enough about your vision to be there to support you as an individual, as part of a community. Yeah, I 100% am with you on that. And, and, and really, you know, when we're talking about visualization and we're, we're really talking about clarity 
And that is, you, you alluded to it a while ago, you know, it's like, well, I want to go to Africa. Well, how much is it going to cost? I'm not sure yet. That's a great symbol of lack of clarity. And, you know, it happens to all of us. But learning um, to have that clarity, especially when it comes to the people that make up your team, because a lot of the issues that we see on teams, that 24% can be eradicated or lessened by having clarity on who you need on your team, why you need them on your team and what you want them to be doing. They're not just showing up to go to work. Mm-hmm. And I believe that visualization from the beginning for hiring leaders can be critical when they, when they learn to have that clarity. Um, and, you know, people say, we've well, got to have a bottom rung on the ladder. Well, then raise the bottom rung, put it at six feet tall. So someone has to jump to reach it and they can't just step on it. You know, I've, I've heard that as well. And I'm like, well, then cut off half of the ladder, <laughs> raise yeah. the bottom rung, you know, but that is directly related to this visualization that you're talking about. Yeah, I've got a friend who owns a security company for businesses and homes, alarm systems and security. And years ago, he interviewed a guy for a job on his team. And it's a pretty small team. So one person who comes in being in negativity can upset the whole apple cart. A right? killer. Yep, a killer. It, it could. And he said there was something about this guy. I mean, he answered the right questions. He had the right experience. And we happen to just kind of walk around and, and the boss walked out of the building for a moment. He sees this car in the parking lot with a vanity license plate. Cause everyone in New Hampshire, we all have vanity plates. Mine says inspire. This person's plate said pessimist. Mm. And he says, thank God I caught that yes. before we hired the guy. He goes, there was just something about him. Yeah. But he found out afterward, this person was just a toxic negative that was just this person's energy. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but it's it's wrong for your company. Yes. When you have a yes. small team of people and you're in people's homes and in people's businesses, you don't want someone like that out there. You know, I share my vision with all my clients when I work with them. Right. Whether I'm a speaker or a one-on-one coach, they all know my goals, hopes, dreams, and desired outcomes. And they know the energy. My core values are create the best relationships, create a vivid vision for themselves and mine as well, Make kindness part of every transaction and be fun as hell to work with. Those are non-negotiable, meaning right. I promise to come into this that way and you better have similar energy coming back. Mm. If not, we'll part as friends, but we're not going to work together. Right, right. And just like in my friend's company, security company, yeah. he could not risk having a person yeah. like that wreck something he's spent 20 years building. And, and that's why the power of having clear vision of organizing that and putting those measurable steps together is so incredible. And what's crazy is, you know, I, I talk a lot about culture design and that's a, a big word right now, culture. And so many people don't define it. Um, similar to what you've defined, my definition of culture is how you live, move and exist. It's your, it's your DNA. Mm. But what's crazy is when people go to start a business, the first thing they should do is design their culture or envision how they want to function within that culture. Everyone, not just them as the person starting the business, but if your goal is to eventually be, you know, $150 million business with a team of 50 people, then you better envision that from the get-go before you write a business plan. Because if you don't have that foundation, everything else is going to crumble at some point in one way or the other. You may still become a $150 million business, 
but you may also turn gray at 30 years old and, or whatever it is, lose, you know, lose all of the rest of your life, kind of like what you mentioned earlier. And so it's so vital that people take the time to consider uh, all of that. I want to bring something up, especially we've alluded to the last 24 months, a few different times. How does this work? If a team, if a, if a leader either has a team of remote workers or a, a team, kind of a, a mixed team of some in-person workers and some remote workers, how does that look when they're trying to balance all of that? It can be tough. And, you know, for some people, it's a choice. They have the option to stay home or work, you know, a couple of days a week or whatever in the workplace. And really it's, it's up to the individuals there. The technology is in place for them to be able to be remote. Now, what does this lead to disconnection? They're not having those daily interactions, those daily conversations. The energy is really tough because the levels of depression over the past 18 months are, are skyrocketing and, and people are really struggling. So thank God for Zoom and technology. I've actually right. been doing a number of remote vision board webinars, related events, et cetera, and all coming together, having the same conversations that I would, but now we just have to rely upon technology. So you know, leaders are now having one-on-one Zoom calls with people, check-ins, 15-minute calls every other week on a rotating basis. Hey, just wanted to check in. Let's not talk work. Let's... Yes. You know, let's, yes. let's talk your goals. What's, what's the biggest challenge right now? What can we do to help you out? Um, you know, what, how can we keep you fired up for your goals? I know right now it's different. We're all experiencing this really most of us for the first time ever. Yeah. How can we move forward? How can I support you? And in one of the things that's come out of this, so many people, and I see this on social media and people that are clients of mine, just saying, oh my gosh, I don't want it to go back to where it was before. Right. They're in the thirties, forties, fifties. And they're going, is this all there is? Yeah. You know, they've been grinding, grinding, grinding. And some people say, I want to grind in my twenties and thirties and make all this money. And then everything will be great. Then they realize they're out of shape. They're not sleeping well. They, they have addiction of some sort. You know, they're medicating feelings. Yes. Their relationships are falling apart. They're depressed and all of these things going on, but they were working for what they thought they were supposed to go for, which was the almighty dollar in some cases. Right. Right. Now I'm just much more connected. You know, the, the money is wonderful because I have bills to pay. I have a very nice house to pay for my wife and I, but it, for me, it's knowing my goals and the impact I want to have on this world. It's waking up every day, no matter what, and just doing it. Yeah. And connection is such a huge part of that. And it was very difficult last year, the first six, eight months, wondering, is this going to end soon? Or do I need to really figure out how to do this remotely? Yeah. And I've been, you know, I, I told someone the other day, they said, Steve, what's your secret? I said, I've been dressing nicely from the waist up since March 14th of 2020. <laughs> right. And I already know the first time I get on stage at an in-person big conference, I'm just going to stare at the back wall and say, Hi, I'm Steve. Please tell me I'm wearing pants. <laughs> well, it would be pretty awesome as if you didn't like just wore shorts. And oh, a tie God. I don't and think shirt. I have the legs that, for it. <laughs> that would be pretty amazing, actually. <laughs> Someone needs to do that. Whoever's listening that has a speaking gig coming up, just take your Zoom attire to your speaking gig. That would go. be epic because everyone would go. know. Everyone oh, yeah. would know. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Little bunny slippers <laughs> and, you know, in shorts and, and my white translucent legs. And then, yeah. you know, the red webinar shirt, which is what my clients call this shirt. So, cause yeah. it really, it rarely leaves the recording studio. It hangs on a hook over there. And, 
That's awesome. People say, oh, you wore the red webinar shirt. Okay. I love that. <laughs> you know, I, I, you're, you're exactly right, though. It is. Um, there are those of us in life that we value the connection of flesh and blood. And, and, and I personally don't believe you can replicate that, that presence and that energy. Yeah. But I'm grateful for the miracle of technology that allows you and I to talk. And it allows people to entertain the idea of still being able to work and spend time with their family or, or travel or whatever that looks like. But the critical piece is exactly what you said, is that leaders have to be very cognizant. They have to be very intentional. And they have to be very empathetic and stay connected with the people that aren't in the group. You know, I, I've kind of seen that a little bit in working with leaders is it's like they have their every Tuesday afternoon kind of get together with your team and they forget that Mary, Joan and Johnny are all working from home and maybe they don't get included. And so it really is being that, that word empathy I love because it is being empathetic and, and making sure those people stay connected. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love that word as well. Uh, yeah. Empathy is such a big thing that's come out over the, especially, and I've, I've, that's been one of my favorite words forever. And, and I know exactly what you're saying. It's those few people who are still in the office. And then sometimes the other ones, if included at all are sitting that's in right. the background, listening in on zoom, but they're not being engaged. Yes. There's nobody looking at the camera. They're listening in. So something that I now do from the parking lot at the gym, most mornings, I'll grab my phone. I'll go into messenger. And I'll just look through my Facebook connections and go, who can I cheer on today? Mm. And no other technology than just me hitting the little microphone button and saying, you know, hey, this is Steve. You know what? I just saw, you know, something late last night that reminded me of you. And I just wanted to reach out and say, I hope you have an awesome day today. Please reach out if you need anything. But I was just thinking about you. Have a great day. And awesome. And I've got a little graphic that I created with an arrow pointing up with my picture and it says, hey, Steve left you a message. Because otherwise you just have that little audio bar and like, was that a hacker? What is this? Should I click on it? And, and so people say now they go, oh my gosh, as soon as I see that with the arrow, I listen to it right away. Every single person I leave that for reaches back out to me. Hmm. And, and they may have never left a voice message before. They leave it there and I can hear in their voices. We just connected. Yeah. yeah. And, and so many bosses now are doing that. They say, no Zoom, blah, blah, blah. let's get on the phone. Let's right. just sit and talk. Right. It's not work. It's not, how you doing? Yeah. What was the coolest thing that happened at the house today? Oh my gosh, I can hear the kids in the background. They sound so happy. That's great. You know, I think we're having more real conversations mm -hmm. than when we were all sitting in the sea of cubicles mm -hmm. two years ago. I think so. You know, humanity and its history tells us that it takes tra tragedy or travesty to shake us. Yeah. And that, that's really what we've seen. Right. And so the great news is that normally after travesty and tragedy is growth can be exponential because everyone's open to receiving more so than they were before. Yeah. And so I think that's why this idea of visualization and really setting up measurables um, and, and, and it's, you know, toward the end of the year. So now's the time that people are kind of thinking about those things. And so what I hope the listeners can get from this, Steve, is that a it's, it's doable. <laughs> they don't have to be scared of visualization. They don't have to be scared of really thinking things through and gaining clarity. And then B, it can really be an empowering journey. And that's exactly what it is, right? It's a journey. 
Oh yeah. It's a journey. Yeah. It's not just what you get. It's who you become along the way. Yes. That's what so many people don't realize. Well, cause then if, if you don't become the right person along the way or use your best skills or meet the best people, you may get it and go, is this all there is? Right. Like I thought I would feel better right. about this, or I thought I'd be more proud or confident. It's, it's who you become along the way. I believe sometimes is more important than what you actually get yes. because then you're ready to go after the next one. You're already partway up the hill for the next one. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, Steve, let's kind of wrap things up for our listeners. What are you working on now and where can they stay connected with you? Uh, one of the biggest things that people have really been digging on lately is a little video I created. It's called visualize in five. And it explains the basics of visualization. It's about an eight and a half minute video. It will fit between snooze buttons if you choose to listen in the morning <laughs> as you're hitting your alarm clock. We designed it to fit in between the snooze buttons, awesome. uh, but it's absolutely free. And if people go to motivationalfirewood.com forward slash bonus five, they just enter their email and then we we send them the uh, the login and the access. But uh, so motivationalfirewood.com forward slash bonus five, or just go to the site motivationalfirewood.com. There's a bunch of stuff there for people to enjoy. Awesome. I love it. Steve, thanks for being on the show again, man. This has been great. And I know we've given uh, the folks a lot to consider and think about. So thanks for being on again. Awesome. Um, Thank you. Brothers and sisters, make sure again, you subscribe to the Mitch Gray show anywhere you listen to podcasts. We will have Steve's connection points in the uh, show notes. So you can grab those there and make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, Mitch Gray Media and spread the word so we can continue helping as many people as possible. We hope you have a great day. We'll talk to you soon.